Hey everyone, before we start this uh, fantastic half-sode with special guest Ryan Broderick, uh, Deputy Global News Editor at BuzzFeed, with whom we unfortunately had to cut this recording short because the news never sleeps, um, we are having our first live show. Uh, It's in the Betsy Trotwood in London, in Farringdon, I think, uh, on November 14th at 8. We are going to have such luminaries as uh, myself and Hussein Kesvani, as well as uh, Olga Koch, as well as Pierre Novelli, as well as Alex Keeley, as well as Ryan Broderick from this very show. We're going to be doing stand-up comedy uh, from uh, Pierre, Alex, and Olga, and we're also going to be recording an episode of the show. So uh, come on out. Uh, buy tickets on the Eventbrite link. We're going to be sharing through our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, they're going to be about eight pounds. So it uh, should be a pretty good time. Anyway, enjoy the show. I'm changing the name of the podcast to Wife Future, the podcast about how the future is my wife. <laughs> and it's now a Borat fan cast. <laughs> Where we, every week, are going to do an hour episode going minute by minute yeah. to the Borat movie. It, yeah, it's perfect. We need to really digest that whole movie. It's just so cool. <laughs> is, the, is the future my wife in the sense that there is no future? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus crepes. So, um... Hello, welcome to Trash Future, the podcast about how the future continues to be trash. Uh, I am Riley. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rala. And introducing for the first time as a co-host, not a guest. Oh, is this when I come in? Okay, cool. Um, You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> uh, Hussein Kizvani. I really don't want you to follow me on Twitter, but if you do, it's at H Kizvani. Um, I'm, I'm not responsible. Are you trying reverse psychology? No, but I'm, to get I, people I, to I keep on, on getting Twitter. in trouble with like serious types who keep asking why, but you keep seeing octopus porn on their timelines. <laughs> you just can't <laughs> stop making it. It's like, look, I just, you know, I'm doing this for the culture, and if, you know, <laughs> you know if you don't want to, you know, maybe, maybe you're just racist. Look, guys, if you want to stop the octopus porn, you have to stop the demand for octopus porn. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, who, and, who, and who is this talking about the demand for octopus porn? Our man in Russia? This is, this is Milo Edwards, uh, the guy putting the tentacle into uh, Russian anarcho-death capitalism of the 21st century. Uh, you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at Milo underscore Edwards, or also on Instagram at the same. Matt really thinking his uh, his intros through. And who is that other wonderful sonorous American's uh, voice with us? Hi, my name is Ryan Broderick. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at at Broderick, um, and I'm excited to be here. Oh wow, you really shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just no, no, that's your first mistake. I just I, I love to cast, guys. I love to cast. <laughs> These mics. How many people briefly follow you, thinking that you are Matthew Broderick? Oh, I'm <laughs> camping on that name just to spite him. Is that how you got your blue tick? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, come get me, Matthew Broderick, because I have your name now. <laughs> no, I still think the blue tick is like a rare species of tropical tick, <laughs> which sucks. So- Sucks your blood, but only online. <laughs> I, hey, I had to work hard for my verification, you know? Like, people need to know that I'm a real person. You had to post so much content. I had to, I had to, 
churn content for years. You had to scrabble at the content mines. You got content lung. Dude, yeah. I mean, back in 2013, with the Upworthy Wars, it was, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, because uh, Charlie Palmer is not here, I'll ask, shall we cast? What's the usual response? When uh, well, usually Charlie Palmer says, shall we, we cast? We shall. And then what do we say? Yeah. Uh, then we just start casting. Oh. <laughs> There's no call and response. It's just a... Okay. It's less of a call and response and more of just a, hey, fuckers, pay attention. We're just like, hi, I'm Charlie. I'm here. I'm okay. So uh-huh. we're, we're casting now. Yeah, we, 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 are now, we are now casting. Cool. Um, I didn't record everything everything before. All the racial slurs you guys said are fine. Uh, <laughs> no that's, one's going to hear that tentacle that, stuff. Yeah, that's what you say, but it's in like, you know, a separate B-roll, isn't it? The blackmail. It's going to come out years later. <laughs> Uh, when you're all in positions it's, of power. It's me, I'll be a successful columnist at an obscure hipstery magazine and then someone will reveal it and my life will be over. When 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 Ryan is president of the United <laughs> States, well, all I mean, that, anyone can be all that embarrassing racist and sexist commentary he's made in the past will surely hurt him at the polls. Guys, <laughs> guys let's be real. When we're all video game streamers... <laughs> <laughs> with like a million subscribers on YouTube, that's when it happens. We're let's like let's be real here. The podcast tapes come after like the deal with Disney and Twitch. That's the thing is, I'm not gonna be when I make video game streamer. I don't know if you guys have picked your video game streamer names yet, uh, but I'm going to be Saint Vincent Northrop Grumman. That's cool. Um, as opposed to Lana Del Rey Theon. <laughs> Lana Del Rey Theon. That's really good. That's well, that's really good. that's an existing very popular Twitter account. Is that real? Yeah, That's Lana Del Raytheon is like like a goat follow. That's good. I like a goat follow. Either a Twitter person or just like a shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the two. Well, in our post-capitalist future, you're either like a really cool Twitter account or you work on a farm. Yeah. So yeah, goat follow is like perfect. <laughs> Maybe both. In the more, like, they're probably fucking Dalston hipsters who own their own goat farm. Like, once we once we socialize Twitter, once <laughs> legal. <laughs> no, is it? Uh, what posters of the world unite? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a vegan goat farm. All of the goats are actually made out of processed mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> but my, I think my, my plan uh, to milkshake duck online is I'm going to uh, invite women back to my house to have um, very, very fancy snacks, as I have done with my two co-hosts today. Your cheese plate is really nice. But I'm hitting you with that brazala. I'm hitting you with some Comte. Mm. Got me these fucking um, these fucking truffle truffle, truffle, truffle crisps. ass crisps. They are the poshest crisps that I've ever. My seen. My man hosting. Oh, he hosting a, li- a little bottle of fucking Chateau Neuf de Pop. You're yeah. basically just giving all these like right wing Twitter people like a list of like what to say when you know it's eventually found out that. No, I'm I'm just yeah. living. I'm living fully automated luxury communism now. Cool. <laughs> Ahead of the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm ahead of the fully automated luxury so we, communism so, game So now. we're going to nationalize Twitter. We're going to nationalize M&S Posh Crisps. Only Posh Crisps. Oh, yeah. And just the M&S ones that are really yeah. like the, oh, Thai, we should nationalize Thai Chili Crisps. And, 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 and Walkers, no. No, no, no Walkers. No, no Walkers no. is... The people deserve Wait, better Riley, than Walkers. Wait, Riley, is the way your champagne socialism works that in your vision of socialism, everyone will have champagne? Yes. I mean, I mean, well, no, I mean, no, I know that the the region of champagne is too small to supply the world with with champagne, but, you know, we will find similar regions with similar soils and climactic conditions, such as the south of England, 
given global warming, <laughs> and we will be able to expand champagne production and reduce the restrictions of like uh, of like like DOP designation within the EU. I've read this Nigel Farage thing before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> I, I heard him say this exact thing. Yeah, we're, yeah. T- we're, we're taking back control, but of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> all I care Old about. Old man Farage. It was you all along. <laughs> hey, um, speaking of Nigel Farage, has anyone here had a run-in with a Brexiteer recently? Actually, so it would have been around like this time last year. Mm. I went to Essex. Okay. And I did a video where I just interviewed like a ton of people from Essex and asked them like if things had gotten better since Brexit. But obviously nothing had changed because, but they thought it had. Uh And I talked to loads of them and it was like not pleasant. No. (laughs) I would not recommend it. See, what, what I'm doing right... I mean, talking to people in Essex is never pleasant, no matter what you talk to them <laughs> That's about. That's true. Like, speaking, That's actually, yeah. Speaking as someone from Essex, that, that <laughs> place is just a, a, like a god-awful clusterfuck. Yeah, it was really grim. Like, if North Korea has to nuke someone... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 little rocket man, you'd never guess anywhere, what plush but... and brain tree has said about you. <laughs> yeah, the minute Kim Jong-un sees, sees Towie, it's just all over for them, I think. I love the fact that there is a place called Braintree in Essex. There's a place it's called what? Braintree where I'm from, too. I mean, like, people in Essex probably think Brexit is a cross between, like, brunch and cross. <laughs> 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 Have any of you guys had any encounters recently with any Brexiteers named for porn stars, such as Peter North? Uh, well, that's me. Um, <laughs> yes, I I had an encounter with Peter. Apoc- I don't even know what he is. Like, So the backstory being that he had published... So he, he was the first milkshake duck in Wait, this. What? If, if we're talking about milk... You know, what pixelated boat was the first milkshake duck? <laughs> For this particular segment, this particular segment of lots of men who are own, who have been owned online in a short period of time, not naming names, one of them is Peter North. <laughs> um, uh, so the backstory of Peter North was that he wrote this blog or whatever um, on his WordPress account about how Brexit was actually going to be all about pain and inflicting pain, and actually that's fine because <laughs> depriving people of welfare will only make them stronger, like in the Deadpool movie. Um, that it was completely, yeah, it was, you know, that, okay, it's going to be shit, but you're just going to deal. Did he actually say like in the dead? No, that's, 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 that's that's, that's, that sounds a lot like you're saying. Um, (laughs) I I don't think that Peter North really watches movies. I think that he just. Well, it's unpatriotic to watch films because most of them are made in foreign. You know, I think he's the type of guy that will just watch the same episode of Only Fools and Horses over and over and over again. Um, so that was fine. Everyone was praising him. Everyone was like, Peter North, he's, you know, he's the woke Brexiter. He's the one who tells us the truth. And then the next day, Peter North was like, well, I agree with all those things that I've written, but also brown people are bad. Um, and they ruin, they've ruined Bradford and they've taken down house prizes. Bradford used to be so oh, awesome. No, Bradford used to, be Bradford. used to be a place where That was everyone... always my favorite destination. Like, I, I remember when, like, you know, Twiggy would have her big parties <laughs> in Bradford. <laughs> yeah. You know... The Bradford uh, music scene used to be amazing. It's very well documented that Dalston was modeled on Old Bradford. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks to the Asians Old that Bradford. moved in recently, um, Bradford has now become bad, and it's just filled with uh, curry shops. 
Old Bradford sounds like a brand of flapjacks that you could buy in a corner shop. <laughs> but like a very Which would ironically probably be run by someone in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Have a rough time yeah. with Old Bradford. Have a very disappointing night with Old Bradford. <laughs> so, so many people called him up on it, myself included, because I have a job which allows me to be on the internet all the time. Um, I love, you know, love, love, ca- love to capitalism. I mean, here's, um, the, here's the great thing. If your boss doesn't pay attention, we all have a job. <laughs> <laughs> it allows me to be extremely online, um, so I got to have a good back to forth, back and forth. With mm. Peter North. You got to have a, you, you got back and forth with Peter back and North. Forth with Peter North. Yeah. So yeah, we should probably like talk about the porn star, right? We should like. Oh, we're gonna yeah. talk about the porn star. I, was, I have that, a lot that could to say be about a about fucking talk star. show in Russia today, and it probably yeah. soon will. So be. that that was. But I want to find out more about the porn star because I do feel that there is they exist well, in the same universe, okay, and here's there's the a reason thing. for it. Peter Peter North. Let's say Pete North. I have his I have his article here. And he said that with Brexit, mm. he admitted that every economic every every sort of economic fairy tale that the Leave camp told was a lie, and that quote effectively we are looking at a ten year recession, nothing ever experienced by those under fifty. But then he goes on to say, "I'm of the view that in recent years people have become increasingly spoiled and self indulgent. That is to say, everyone seems to be having sex, but me, Peter North, <laughs> which is quite the opposite of the other Peter North." Yeah, yeah, he loves to fuck. Yeah, he fucks. It's it's everyone around me seems to be having sex with me, <laughs> dude. I remember the first time I saw Peter North ejaculate. That changed my life. That was oh, unreal. I've, I've never seen such a large quantity of anything come out of anything. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember Peter North. He likes making people white. Which Peter North am I talking? About? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh God, we just milkshake ducked. <laughs> we milkshake ducked so hard. Well, here's the thing. I'm searching for the other Peter. North, and I'm just getting Peter North porn videos free cum truck compilation. Yeah, I'll be super honest. I actually didn't even know about this Peter North guy, the Brexit one, so I tried to Google it while you guys were talking about it, and I just like fell down a rabbit hole on my phone and just Peter North coming on stuff. <laughs> no, like this guy, this guy's like, that's the thing is like, like, like Pete North, the, like, like the leave campaigner, like he tends to shoot eight ropes of like misery and racism. <laughs> Peter North comes on the European Union. <laughs> Must watch Peter. for all true patriots. Show title. <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter North leaves the European Union gaping. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was going to say that the only sex act that Peter North wouldn't perform would be the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> could, could Peter North just be oh, one shit. person? Hey, you guys want to know a Peter North fact? Now yep. that we've phased yep. out our Steven Seagal fact section, yep. yeah, yeah, Peter North is fucking Canadian. Respect. Wow, that's respect. amazing. Canada's awesome. Yeah, yeah, guys. So you know, uh, maybe a little more respect towards Riley. <laughs> like um, all Canadians, love giving people a little dusting of snow. <laughs> uh, so Hussein, how did your encounter with the fucks way less Peter North go? Well. I can't actually remember how it went because at, there came a point when everyone just started like piling up, piling on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think my theory at this point is that actually Peter North is one person with two different personas. <laughs> and that Peter, Peter North, the porn star, is actually like a super Brexiteer. Hardcore <laughs> leave guy, yeah. D- Dictor Jekyll and Mr. Racist. <laughs> or he's in like some Tim Horton somewhere. Oh, of course. He's <laughs> just like a, making random English people no, angry. No, he's making, he's in Tim Horton somewhere making double doubles. Which if you're Canadian, you know why that's hilarious. <laughs> 
Maybe maybe it's one of those like niche upsides of Brexit. They've worked out that actually due to some sort of bizarre regulation, the British porn industry <laughs> will thrive. Uh, finally, we're free of European strangleholds yeah. of porn. We can make as many fake taxi episodes as we want. I want okay, hey, female fake taxi. There's nothing better than that. That's exactly what our number one porn but, exports Okay, be. but the beginning of every fake taxi video is like four minutes of just them talking in the back of a taxi. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredibly mundane. It's just like, it's just, uh, it's bizarre. It's super But wait, weird. do you do fake taxi or female fake taxi? Kind of really more into the one where it's like fake driving instructor now. Oh, that right. That interesting. Ooh. Yeah. I'm still, see, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I would I'm like a, a twist with fake driving instructor to be they really don't know how to drive the car and it's actually very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not qualified to teach this at all. Also, just like I, watching really grim British porn stars try to climb over like a stick shift in the middle of like a car park in the rain is just incredible. And like the amazing thing is they always acknowledge the reality of the camera <laughs> in the back seat. Yeah. They're like, oh, by the way, there's a camera this? there. How are you filming this? You know? <laughs> like, I'm a no, because that's why I love, this is why I love fake taxi is because it's meta. <laughs> it, no, it's, it's, it's got several levels of meta-ness totally, to it. Totally. Because for example, okay, number one, for, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example of a film. A film like like Speed, you know, it wouldn't be called, um, you know, uh, this is a pretend bus, but imagine if this crazy shit were true about it. Mm. So, you know, so that's suggesting that first level, which is, you know, fake taxi. Oh, this is people play acting a taxi. The second level is that this was never a taxi to begin with, <laughs> and then the level of artifice is within the story. So the problem with titling something fake taxi is the question is where's the artifice? Where's the fakeness? It's like connected in New York. They just create smaller and smaller taxis inside of the taxi to fuck in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like a Matryoshka doll, but yeah. dildos. Exactly. It's like, oh, here's our fake taxi, and then we're going to film fake taxi inside the fake taxi in a smaller fake taxi. But equally, you could say is, like, perhaps the taxi is just a set? Like, maybe the taxi is not a real taxi. It's just a simulacrum of a taxi. It's a representation of a taxi. Or then there is the entire, like like, you know, if a taxi is used as a porn set and not an actual means of conveyance, is it even a taxi anymore? Or is it a porn <laughs> set shaped like a taxi? Essentially, I mean, we can get some really interesting fucking, like, like signifier and signified up in this bitch. I have a porn story in which Do we I, may have, I may have starred in a porn movie. By accident? By accident. Tell me more. Because my mum listens to this. We had, like we had show notes, I'm going to shred them. I may have starred in a porn movie. I feel like you te- it's pretty binary. Like You tend to know if you have or have not. It's actually untrue, but hold on. I have a story after that proving that exact... <laughs> I, 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 how did you end up in a fake porn? I was, I was on... I was or, on no, a, I'm sorry. How did you actually end up in a porn? I was on a bus heading home. Oh, the classic start. Uh, yes, it start, it's, it's, a very, it's a very British porn story. And there was... So I was like in the middle... Little right. did I know it was a fake bus. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. I was in the middle row, uh, and there was a woman sitting in the front, just like minding her own business. And then we stopped somewhere. I'm not sure. This was like somewhere in Lambeth. So this guy comes up on the bus, and you know, sits in the kind of aisle next to her. And they're not talking for a bit. And then all of a sudden, this other guy comes up from the bottom of the bus with his camera, right? So then. I'm still in the I'm still in the middle, like not really sure kind of what's going on, but not really paying attention. And this guy is like setting up the camera. He's talking to these other two people in the front. It's like, oh, that's like this is like super weird, um, but that's fine, whatever. And then like ten minutes down, the guy who 
not the guy with the camera, but the other guy who came up. I'm not going to describe them because I can't actually remember what they were wearing hoods. Um, he was just like, he went to his girls like, oh yeah, you like, you know, I'm going to sound really weird saying this because it makes me feel uncomfortable. But he was just like, hey, you dirty slut. Um, and I was like, whoa, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's sort of like confrontational. And then, Alpha. And then she was just that's like- That's the gorilla mindset. And then she, like, she, she's like started touching him and stroking him. Um, and they started making out and this guy like has a camera. Hussein, behind- have you ever considered that this guy just doesn't jack off? Yeah, have you ever considered that you were actually seeing a, a level 10 nofap wizard in the wild? <laughs> Yeah, like hindsight. Maybe you know, I will never you just see what would happen if you totally just like embrace the superpowers of not masturbating like, regularly. That's the thing. Like I, I have, t- I have basically, I've realized I have a porn story every episode, yeah. which is why I'm a fucking weedy nerd. Um, if I if I just stopped like ever masturbating, mm. I too would get groped on a bus. Yeah. And then smoke like, weed, delete Facebook, lawyer up. That's what I do. <laughs> Hit the gym. Hit the gym. That's 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 what you do. At the end of all this, <laughs> at the end of all this, she like she gets up and then kneels down, and I'm like, shit, I know exactly what this is. And then the guy with the camera is just like, stop, stop. And then they just look at me, and I was, and then I just kind of, oh, like, I didn't even say anything. I just kind of went down stairs and just sat there, wondering what the hell happened. That's my porn story. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if that porn exists. I don't know if it's like somewhere on like You didn't MySpace. Google Lambeth on Pornhub? Because <laughs> I regularly do. If the weird thing about that porn is that it exists, like there are two separate copies of it from different viewpoints I'm, because every double-decker bus also has a CCTV <laughs> on the top deck. So like there's a copy of that porn film somewhere in the yeah. fucking like But then I have a lot of questions, which was number one, did the driver not see it? Number two, if the driver did see it, was he watching? Was the driver part of this whole thing? Was I actually on a bang bus? You, you might, <laughs> like you do know the bang bus is the driver bus, jacking right? it like, like a real porn. Kind of Personally, I, I, I'm I am so excited for like someone in Silicon Valley to be like, wait, lots of people need to get from some places to other places, and so what if instead of having a lift, we could have a large like vehicle that would take people from like around where they live to around where they work and had some set stops along the way. Oh my God, you just invented the bus. No, 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 no. We have one other feature. You could fucking it. What if, <laughs> yeah, what if Silicon Uber, Valley has invented what if the bang Uber bus? Yeah, consensual that. sex. Um, speaking of like, like Silicon Valley inventing dumb bullshit, um, Milo, uh, You've been sending some weird shit to the show's WhatsApp group recently. You want, you want to get into that at all? The non-racist stuff, preferably. Yeah, the non-racist stuff, please. Uh, yeah, we don't want yeah. a milkshake I'll, duck I'll yet. Keep, I'll keep away from my let's get back to Jim Crow stuff. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, a, bit, that's a bit spicy for the modern millennial. <laughs> These damn liberal snowflakes. Um, yeah, so I mean, so currently, uh, I'm. Oh God, this is almost upsetting. It's just my life. So I'm being, I'm being paid to uh, be like the one of the hosts of this kind of like robotics show in Sochi in Russia. Um, because so like basically there are there are a load of Russian hosts and I'm being like the kind of English translator, I guess. Um, anyway, so but then the, the, and it's this thing called the international uh, like festival of youth and students um now they call it so no mature students then you have to be what young or a student but not necessarily both i don't know um but yeah basically it's not very international because it's happening in russia so like they call it international by which they mean like there are some like dodgy countries that are also here but it's mostly just russia 
And uh, and basically, like, the point of every exhibit is like, oh, Russia's great. Or occasionally, in the case of the international exhibits, oh, the West is bad. So, yeah, right. Um, and uh, so the, we, they, we're at this robotics exhibit, basically, which is like, yeah, Russian robotics, this is the future. Except, like, what what qualifies as futuristic in Russian robotics is one or both of these two things, which is A things which you could literally buy as toys for children in the UK like 10 years ago. Like what? Um, like what? Like there are loads of things on display that are basically robo-sapien. Do you remember that? Do you remember that children's toy robo-sapien? <laughs> or they're things which simply do not work. Um, like there's a really creepy Pushkin head robot. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. So there was one exhibit in the exhibition that was just like the, the, the Wikipedia page for the word robot displayed on a TV screen. Um, Seriously? Or my personal favorite exhibit there, though, was like, there was like a stabilizer. So, you know, like like a steady cam, like a stabilizer for a camera thing. I'm familiar. Yeah, right. So, somewhat, the Russians have invented like a primitive version of this, but it's just like a generic stabilizer. It's not like for any specific reason. They say you could use it for all sorts of things, right? This guy's demonstrating. He's like, yeah, this is the future. Like, this is going to revolutionize the world. And he's saying this while there is someone, while one of our cameramen is filming him saying it using a better and more developed stabilizer than the one he is showing to like, there's like, there's like levels of irony, which I'm not even fully able to grasp, to be honest. Um, well, I'm literally looking at, I've literally been writing all of this down because there's so much of it. Oh yeah. There's a room called technology of the future, which is just empty. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, that's like very enlightened. Dude, I saw that at the moment when it came. <laughs> I mean, to me, that just suggests that like Russia knows that we're going to be annihilated in a nuclear war yeah. and we're currently at the pinnacle of human civilization. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. I, I mean, like another thing I particularly enjoyed, right? So like the warm up to the show every day was like uh, some guys that they called this like our robot musicians. And they were guys who were dressed up like robots. <laughs> but by dressed up like robots, they were basically in like, sort of primitive Halloween the Predator costumes. Didn't really look that much like a robot, but like whatever, who were like playing the drums and guitar on stage. But then at some point I realized that they weren't even actually playing the instruments. They were just pretending to play them while like various top 40 tracks were played in the background. So I was like, wait, hang on a minute. (laughs) These people are neither robots nor musicians. (laughs) (laughs) You could have had robots pretend to play. Like, the point of having people is that people can actually play instruments, whereas robots can't, really. But, like, if you were just going to pretend, you could have had robots pretend to do it. Like, there are robots <laughs> so, there. so, wait, Milo, Milo, what, what's the point of this exhibition exactly that you were asked to somehow host? I think, I think the point of this exhibition is, like, Milo's career is dead. <laughs> like, I think that is, like, the... No, but the best bit was, right, that I'm on stage, and they have the, they've built this, like, primitive version of a self-driving car. It's, like, it's like small. It's, like, the size of, you know, like, those electric Jeep things. To me, this basically like just sounds like children. a guy dressed up as a car. <laughs> It might be. So basically, we're de- and like you say that, but that's quite close to true. So we're like Wait, we're describing it, and it, and as we're describing it, it's supposed to drive across the stage, and we're like saying like, oh yeah, this thing is so great, you know, it's it's really top top quality stuff, and uh, we did that show four times. All four of these times, that self driving car ran me over. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's even better about this is that after the first time we did the show, the stage manager got everyone together and she was like, "Okay, guys, like Milo and Andre, like the, the presenters, 
you need to make it really clear to the audience that like it's a self-driving car because at the moment like people think it's shit because they think that like there's just some guy controlling it with a remote control or something who must be a fucking idiot because he keeps crashing into everything but no it's self-driving and then and then one of the other one of the main directors goes no but someone is controlling it with a remote control and she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, the self-driving function doesn't work. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, hang on a minute. So some fucker is controlling it with a remote control has still managed to run me over four times. <laughs> and didn't you see like, yeah. like two robots fight or something? I seem to remember like something in our, our WhatsApp about this. Uh, yeah, there's like, there's like a Robot Wars element to it. Like where they, they well, you remember that show Robot Wars? Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a primitive yeah, version of that. Canada, that is the yeah, most, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, the most like okay Hussein actually only takes same. in media in the form of anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is why I only text yeah. him in emojis, which we all know are anime. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, fun, the fun thing about the Robot Wars thing is that all of the Russian teams have built massive robots, which aren't very good. And there are like three teams of guys from India Wait, here. No, Milo, this is just no the plot Russian of Pacific Rim. I have no idea. And they have no idea what's going on. And they've built tiny robots, but they've just been fucking everyone up. <laughs> Um, and so that's been really the, a lot of the Russians have found that yeah, very. But upsetting. you realize this is just Pacific Rim, where the Russians have Cherno Alpha, which is like the largest and strongest <laughs> Jaeger, but right. like that is based on the oldest technology. Yeah, it's like this rickety giant thing that's like giving them all cancer. <laughs> yeah, but also like a it owns, and b Pacific Rim owns, and c the only movie I've been excited about in years at this point is Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Two. Yeah, go get John Boyega. On Classic the show. of Riley to only be excited Rim. about a movie that's about Rim. Look, Milo, you know how I feel about butts. Peter North did a movie called Pacific we- Rim. <laughs> Will do. Probably. <laughs> like, I mean, if he oh, has right, it, actually, he yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to tell you the one. The one best thing about this exhibition was that they did this dance number several times with all of these like dancers who were somewhere in age between the age of like twelve and thirty. It was hard to tell. Um, and they were like promoting one of the robots we had on show. And this like, they're all like dancing around the robot and it ended with them all doing a synchronized dab with the robot. That's awesome. And I was like, did- this is the future liberals want. <laughs> did, did you get to dab with the robot? Uh, sadly, no. I might try and work on that tomorrow, maybe get a photo. Oh yeah, so um, uh, the day after tomorrow, Putin might be coming. Whoa, Ooh. that's cool. I might, I might get to meet Putin. You dab with Putin. Yeah, screw the robot. Dab with Putin. Yeah, dab with Putin. Yeah, well, my, my aim is to get a selfie with him while I'm doing that, like, thumb and forefinger, like, punch you in the arm circle thing on my knee. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you meant, like, with your finger and your thumb and the shape of an L on your forehead. It'd <laughs> be kind of cool if, like, I, Putin, like, had this game of the, the circle game. He would probably, he, I mean, he would I, recognize it, I bet. Yeah, you'd recognize. Putin plays so. circles. I think I wouldn't want to get punched in the arm by Putin, to be honest. I mean, no, Putin would probably punch you in the arm, but with like a polonium-tipped fist. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no. I I would I would rather Putin punch me in the arm than I punch Putin in the arm. Because if I punch Putin in the arm, I would just then get shot to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly scary security. Oh, um, but he might like. Whereas you know, if he punched me in the arm, that probably he be might let you like play the circle game with him under the guise of you know he really likes Westerners and he wants to open up relationships. And like Putin loves banter. He's a lad. Yeah. Yeah, you saw him like shoot that crossbow and ride that horse. Yeah, that's like that's banter. Yeah, banter. classic classic banter lad. I mean, like Putin's <laughs> such a banter lad. I bet he yeah. reads nuts. <laughs> it, uh, is nuts still in print? Yeah, it is. It is. 
No, that, I mean, there are always going to be 14-year-old British boys. Yeah, well, when you get... That's where all the milkshake-ducked journalists are going to go. N- nuts? I cannot wait to see not to, all... Nuts is going to become like an alt-left magazine. I can't wait to see all of those incredibly, like, sort of, you know, like... Like, sort of philosophically articulate, but sort of impenetrable articles about, like, Lucy Pinder's tits. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so much more than tits. <laughs> no, the it's dialectic an industrial of tits. tit complex. <laughs> we'll start like Lucy Pinder is in fact a big fan of JG Ballard. <laughs> well, I mean, like in, in the Sun, what I always noticed about the Page Three girls is they always had like a speech bubble. Yeah, and they still what do. It led me to realize was that um, topless women with giant boobs are incredible reactionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Milo, do you have any more dispatches from the, like, robo-dystopia Russia fair? Right, so yeah, there's, there's one more thing, right? So today, we had the final of this competition for programming this, like, incredibly shitty service robot that this company we're, that are sponsoring us have built, which is basically, like, you know those, like, electronic order terminals in McDonald's? Yeah. It's like one of those with, like, wheels and primitive arms and a face. Wait, what? Um, Why? How? But that is far less reliable. Yeah, it's just got, like, a big touch screen on it, which helps you to interact with it. And in theory, it's also voice acting. But they just don't work. They're just bad, and they don't work. And it can't get over, like, even trivial bumps in the floor and stuff. Like, it's just really dumb. Anyway, they had this competition for, like, various teams of programmers to design, like, you can, it's, like, on an open platform, so you can, like, program this robot to do different things. And so, like, they all, pro- like, you some, one of them programmed it to be, like, a waiter, another one programmed it to be, like, a concierge in a hotel, um, and, like, has different, you know, services or whatever. Anyway, this one team programmed it to be what they called a national security agent. Um, and basically what this does, they very happily told us during this fucking presentation is that, you know, like, obviously like, you know, CCTV cameras can't see everywhere. They have blind spots, but our robot can see everywhere. It can get, it can get into any corners and it will find terrorists with its, it can can, like see their faces. And I'm translating literally compare people's face with a blacklist and then report them to the security agents. (laughs) Well, I feel safer already. Fortunately, you have to look it directly in the face for this to work. So, you know. So you um, mean like the, the right, secret cell of autistic terrorists is going to be doing very well? Yeah, basically. Um, hang on one second. Someone's just knocking at my door. Uh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm back in the room and I've, I've restarted my recording. Uh, yeah, don't worry. That, yeah, that was just, that was just uh, some, uh, some Russian dudes. Um, who are also hosts at this thing? Who wanted me to go with a to a casino? That's definitely not a dude. Trap. You should go. Um, <laughs> Wait, where well, I imagine they are going to like lose now? all of their money. Uh, yeah, like now. Uh, yeah, you like now. Do that. And I was like, and I was like, no. Why are you still um, here? I was like, then I was like, I'm recording yeah. a podcast. Like, That's like that? the lamest thing like, that I've ever heard in my life. Why would you like, record the podcast and not go to a Russian casino with a bunch of strange men? That's the thing. Every time I talk to girls, I'm like, hey, Riley, so like, what do you do? And I give them that answer. That's always the answer I get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they gave me a look which basically said, no. Um... Because there's, like, basically, like, Russian men love all of the things that, like, cartoon men in, like, <laughs> gangster films love. They love, like, drinking and smoking and prostitutes and gambling. Cool. 
Um, and like they have this like weird concept that like when they're away from their wife, they can just do whatever they want. <laughs> That's like how it works in Russia. So like when they're in when they're on these like work trips, they're all like go. It's all like it's like fucking girls gone wild, but for people called Vadim. Oh, so you're basically just in Westworld. You're just surrounded <laughs> by robots and like insanely debaucherous like sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like it's less fun than Westworld, though. <laughs> it's not as brilliantly written. <laughs> yeah, it's not as uh, expertly um, narratively mapped out as Westworld. I fucking hate prestige TV. Like there are way less amenities in southern Russia than in the Wild West. <laughs> like, um, um, so uh, Milo, to get back to what you were saying, you were basically they were demonstrating this um, national security uh, cop bot. <laughs> That basically just like narks on you for being on a list. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, basically. And I can't see that being misused, especially not in modern Russia, uh, which is, as we know, a constitutional <laughs> democracy. Um, and so I think that's uh, probably a pretty good place for us to, after this extremely nicely structured first segment, take a brief break. See you in a moment, everyone. Ah! 